oh my god your image got blurry and there was a buzzing sound and I'm like great we're already haunted camera is nice but it tries to autofocus too much and it's you know, very nice wait yeah. is that built into your laptop hell no this is uh i got this one for work so it's <gasps> that's like that's why it's so good yeah wow. i mean the difference i mean what's so funny too is you'd think a better camera would be bad because then i'd have to like actually put on makeup no 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 this camera makes it look like i actually tried Oh. And and when I catch a glimpse of myself in my built-in camera these days, I'm like, <laughs> that is so smart because in this day and age, like we are always seeing our own faces on the computer for Zoom and for work and everything. And yeah, I uh, I am tired of seeing my face because I sick of it. I don't mind. I love makeup. I'm not nearly as good as applying it as you are. Like when you wear makeup, it. Mm. Looks like you did an incredible job. And we're, when I wear makeup, it's like, how did my skin become more dry looking? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what happens half the time. Because now I'm like, so like my skin is unknowable right now. It's oh, like, yeah, that is definitely a side effect I am experiencing is, huh? I'm somehow Some hormonal. Yeah, I'm somehow both incredibly dried out and breaking out like I have two spots on my cheeks where it's like I've had these like the world's biggest zits that kind of like it's almost like volcanoes where they kind of like rumble but then they go away but they're never really gone and like it's been this way for like two months at this point I'm like all right this is this is just my face now so (laughs) well you know what that camera Plus your incredible expert makeup skills. Thank you. Thank I you. would never know. Not for the life of me. It's uh, it's all trickery and witchcraft, Amy. Trickery and witchcraft. Um, which I would. It's so funny too. Another weird symptom that like no one talks about this one, but is very frequent for women who are pregnant, is like a constant stuffy nose. Oh. Which I a hundred percent have all the time may I just explain to you how being stuffed up all the time in the middle of a you know lung-based pandemic oh my gosh it's just terrifying like every morning I wake up and I'm like this is it I got it here we go everyone I know who has had Omicron said that is one of their biggest symptoms is congestion yeah and oh no that's great I got perfect. my yeah I got my humidifier going um oh my god this is perfect timing Amy pour one out for me it is <gasps> officially three minutes three minutes from now I am supposed to be flying to Paris <laughs> oh god I wish I had I poured know. champagne oh. I it's okay. It's okay. It's, I mean, yes. I lost all my Airbnb money. It's fine. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> oh, I'm so je suis désolée. Oh, merci, merci beaucoup. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> you know, um, it's it's neither here nor there. It was, I, I, it's, God, it's so funny. I get to stop lying to people. I forget how to do it. Um, you know, I was still thinking about it. I really was strongly considering not canceling. Uh, and I had a doctor's appointment. <laughs> I had a doctor's appointment in January, beginning of January. And uh, uh, they came to use the Doppler to hear the baby's heartbeat where they they stick like a big thick pin on you and mm-hmm. then it's very loud and they move it around your tummy and it feels funny and they they find the heartbeat so the nurse came in and poked me for a long time and then did a really terrible job of pretending like things were fine and left the room and I was like this is it there's a dead baby in me oh. here we go because I had been feeling sure. pretty good for the yeah. week before so of course naturally when you feel good you're like cool everything's something's wrong awful. yeah uh-huh yeah and then the doctor came in with her like aggressively casual face and like stabbed me with that pin and finally we found the heartbeat it was incredibly strong very healthy incredibly loud turns mm-hmm. out baby was just very wiggly um but in that like eight minute stretch I literally was like, I'm never taking another risk I can avoid again. Like, literally, I walked out of that office and was like, cancel. Cancel trip. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Yes, yeah. That's certainly very, yeah, eye-opening, I'm sure. Like The the fear that that something had gone wrong and then knowing that there was like, of course, we all take calculated risks every day. I still get in my car, you know. Of course, yeah. But that was definitely one that felt very, pretty optional for me. And and of course, I'm heartbroken that I don't get to go. But I also was, you know, like, if if I did get sick and something did happen, yeah. knowing that I would literally never forgive myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would yes. go full Mrs. Havisham and waste away in a room surrounded yeah. by Miller High Lives, you know, like <laughs> oh, I know, I know. And you know, you don't get Paris, but you get a healthy baby. And um and one day Auntie Amy will come and do like a week long overnight for you and you can go to Paris. Oh, I thought you were going to say we'll all go to Paris together. <laughs> oh, never mind. I, I like that option. <laughs> You're like, that's I want a better that. option. Let's do that one. Oh my God, you mean my travel nanny, by which I mean my wife and we'll just go to Paris together because it's so romantic. <laughs> yes, and I'll help take care of the baby and you just buy me champagne. <laughs> I love it. We'll, we'll co-parent in Paris. <laughs> yeah, because you don't ever really get drunk in Europe because it's like drinking water. It's like, yeah, exactly. You know, we'll There's be very good co-parents it will be fine this is a great plan oh by the way my new couch got a sleeper bed and it's a memory foam sleeper bed so oh girl you got me somebody's invited (laughs) love me some memory foam that couch is gorge i saw the pictures on insta thank you very very good just you make sure that baby does not spit up on it you know, it's one of those things where I was like, why did I do this? And I was like, you know what? Because I want to both have a beautiful couch and also it can have spit up on it. I don't care. Yeah. You know, live life. Put, just burp the baby in a certain spot. You're fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be it'll fine. Be fine. It'll, be fine. it'll be fine. Couches and can be cleaned. They can totally be cleaned. I mean, it's burn orange velvet. How hard could it be to clean? Oh, shit. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> I'm sure we vomited on many a couch in our in our time. <laughs> Not our as adulthood. babies. Yeah. <laughs> For different reasons. Uh-huh. It's fine. Yeah. 
Fine. We've all done a little bit of peeing and vomiting on couches <laughs> in our 30s. I mean, baby infancy. 30, 30 months. You 30, still say, 30, 30, 30 months. months right? 30 months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 30. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is the kind of uh, uh, home decor expertise that you can expect on Banshees and Booze, a paranormal podcast with a shot of liquid courage. Well, I'll be darned. We announced your 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 pregnancy last week, and uh-huh. we are already just talking about baby baby vomit. Woo! We are baby crazy over here. Baby crazy. It's exciting. Oh well, my it worked gosh. out. I kept I kept my promise, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start reviewing some non-alcoholic options. Oh my gosh, what do we have today? Well, um, I placed an order at the liquor store because I pussed out and wouldn't go because I definitely look pregnant now, and I got really nervous about shopping at the liquor store and getting judged. So <laughs> I literally got dressed. I oh. sent Amy a picture of me and my bump and was like, "Go to the liquor store." And then I literally pissed out. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to oh order for, for curbside. And I like stayed in the car. I like opened up the trunk and got back in the car. Oh my God, you sweet thing. You sweet thing. Sometimes is... I'm very brave and sometimes I'm like, I do not have the energy for this today. So. Yes. Sometimes we don't have the energy to deal with judgy looks. And, yeah. you know, like I'll always remember uh, Ithamar and I going to BevMo once yeah. and seeing um, somebody who is a public Notor- figure yeah, yeah notoriously, notoriously sober, sober. Yeah. yes <laughs> notoriously sober like talks about it and was shopping at bevmo with for wine and i was like they're probably going to a party or you yeah. know don't, or giving someone a gift or they're having guests over and don't yeah. you know just because you're dry doesn't mean everyone else has to be i yeah. like passed no judgment but I can't say that for everybody. Some people be right. judging. Yeah. And you know, honestly, the liquor store is the place where they have the largest selection of non-alcoholic things. Absolutely. You could find so, some great stuff. Yeah. So I picked out three whole things oh to my put gosh. in my cart. So today I will be trying, first of all, it comes in a pint. Love that it's Ooh, a big tall can. Me likey. This brand is called Sober Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Uber hop beer which I was like I like hops nice Um, oh this says loaded with hops this floral west coast style brew offers notes of tropical fruit and citrus Ooh, that sounds really really good so uh yeah I think I'll let's okay here we go here's my here's my taste because I wasn't gonna do wine because that was no 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 one has invented a good non-alcoholic wine yet maybe we will Okay, okay. Yeah? All right. I'll tell you what. It tastes like a non-alcoholic beer. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's not bad. It's it, it. It's like I can taste how it is a hoppy beverage. Oh, nice. It's, it not a, a- it's not a bad taste. It's not a bad taste at all. Good, good. And you can taste like the added extra hops. Like, oh. does it taste hoppier? It is hop forward. Oh, very. <laughs> if it had more hop, it would be a frog. It would be a frog. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I'll give this. A, oh, okay, I should come up with a rating system. Burps. Um, How many burps? Okay, I would give this um, 
4.25 burps out of five. Hey, not bad, not bad. I upped my my burp rating because I just suddenly had the memory of the taste of that Chardonnay. Um, oh, oh, was, oh, God. Oh, oh you poor thing. Literally upsetting. Poor thing. Uh, what, are, what are you noshing on today, Well, Amy? I'm already rating mine a three burps because oh, okay. um, I drank, I started it already. I and have, you've burped three times. I just... <laughs> There will be more. (laughs) I really have been craving these like hard kombuchas that I got in like a 36 pack ages ago. Kombuchas. I do. So proud of you for leaning into that. I love them, except the only flavors remaining in my fridge are the ones I'm not fond of. So it's this like mixed wild berry, and it just. Anything artificially berry flavored just tastes a little medicinal in a bad way, you know? Yep, yep. Um, but that being said, like, I, if, if, if it were a little bit more subtle, I would like it more. But I'm having it. It's refreshing. Great. And there's just the right amount of alcohol. So I'm happy. Uh, love it. Incredibly jealous. And, uh, and, and here, here's to that. Here's to yes. the, new, the new burp system. The burp system. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> I mean, my God, it's it's just delightful to have a uh, beer adjacent thing, uh, you know. I know. I'm so excited for all of your reviews, and I'm very excited to see like what else you try. This is great. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So this week we are doing Nebraska. We got a little treat at the end for you. Um, we, we sure do. We've got some amazing up ghost and personal mm-hmm. coming your way but that's just a teasy tease you have to sit and listen to our yeah. research first sit down and shut up and listen to us do a crappy job before our excellent guest does a better job <laughs> and because i knew we were having an excellent guest i made my research pretty short so that we can give our guest extra time oh, good i like that yes but yeah for 50 states of ghosts we've got nebraska who should go first i have no i have no opinion on either episode you know i'm happy to go first mine's short and sweet great all right so i did the temple theater in lincoln nebraska and uh there was only one source it was the journalstar.com which i think is a local newspaper Mm -hmm. um yes so i did i include the picture i did not but i'll include it on our uh instagram post so again this is hella short but it was really spooky um okay so it was built in 1908 um, it was, it's on the, if, if anyone is in Nebraska wants to know, it's on the Southeast corner of 12th and R streets. <laughs> and Googling basically, it. yes, there you go. Uh, the, the, uh, building looks exactly the same today than it did in 1908. So that's pretty cool. It has not mm-hmm. been renovated. Um, paranormal guru, Dale Bacon Uh, (laughs) love it in a recent talk at the nebraska history museum told a story of a construction worker's accident and that he is thought by many to be haunting the theater Hmm. but bacon's theory was that the energy of the stage performers may be causing the building to be haunted typical Mm. i feel like that's why all theaters are haunted it's like stage performers who either died and came back you know to the theater or died in the theater or just yeah. like bitter. I feel like, yeah, when we've done theater places, there's been a lot of either uh like 
people that auditioned and it didn't go well or lots of like like workers like ushers or people that run the yes yeah offices that were upstairs Mm -hmm. I remember that specifically from the Pantages theater when you did that research yeah Mm -hmm. um okay so oh this is hilarious so this paranormal guru who's researching the theater Mr. Bacon Mr. Bacon just so happens to be a drama major. No! Ah, ah, I don't think anyone who has a theater degree has any interest in the paranormal. Amy, I'm never. sure you concur. I concur. <laughs> never have I ever heard such a thing. <laughs> and a one, and a two, and a <laughs> Next sentence is all I ever needed to hear. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try not to laugh too hard. Okay. I'm already laughing. The visual: a drama major, very active in the theater in 1987. Bacon said he was rehearsing a tap dance routine when, in the balcony, he heard someone applauding his performance. <laughs> he fucking wishes. <laughs> Okay, first of all, 1987. I'm already imagining the costume, the hair, the neon tights and leotard. Rehearsing your tap routine alone. He probably wasn't even allowed to be in the theater. And to hear like the applause and be like, oh, oh my God, thank you. Make sure you tell my dad that somebody appreciates my tap performance. <laughs> <laughs> I told him my theater degree would go to good use. (laughs) Um, So he says he couldn't find the person in the balcony. Then he began to hear the sound of his tap dance routine on the stage. Stop! Oh my God! That's fucking spooky. Okay. That's really fucking spooky. So he has like a ghost imitating (gasps) his tap routine. I know. That would be really creepy. Um, But there was no one else there. Um, And then a voice asked him to try one more time. I know. Oh, my God. I know. And you would think, oh, did he get the fuck out of there? No. He was like, okay. It's a callback. Did I get the part? (laughs) God, I hope I get it. I was just going to say, I hope I get it. (laughs) How many tappers does he need? See, just when we think the research is short, you and I have a way to make it real lengthy. Not here. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, um, okay, some say that a person named Dallas Williams, who was the theater department head at University of Nebraska-Lincoln until 1971, was the ghost that Bacon encountered because his favorite spot was to the right of the sound booth in the balcony. And that's where Bacon heard the clapping coming from. Other people in the building in the 1930s and 1940s reported uh, seeing dancing lights and, like, ghost flames. Hmm. Yeah. So this theater has been haunted for a long time, apparently. Wow. Um, Julie Hagmeyer, theater department general manager, said to the Daily Nebraskan in an article that there's a girl that haunts the prop attic. Okay. This is really... (gasps) 
This okay. is so spooky. Legitimately, every prop room is fucking terrifying. It is so. And costume storage. Yes. Costume ah. rooms are so terrifying. But props, mm. legit, like uh, so spooky. I worked so in spooky. the prop department at UT for like two years. They forced us to work without pay. Yeah, I'm bitter. And... Because it was such a crap job and nobody needed to be doing it, I was the only one, and I would work there alone all the time. And oh. it was not fucking okay. It was oh, no. so scary all the time. Oh, my God. That yeah. is so creepy. No, thank you. PTSD. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> this prop attic, Tammy, I'm glad you weren't working in this one. Um, when a show crew took apart various dolls in the prop shop to make the type of prop that they needed. No. They left the attic messy. Okay, so already I'm imagining a bunch of like disembodied dolls scattered around the attic. But that was intentional by the crew. They just made a mess when they Ugh. took them apart. When the crew returned to the locked attic, someone had aligned the dolls' parts and placed the matching heads with the bodies. Oh, no. I know, I know, I know. That's the whole article. I'm, I'm actually glad it ends there because that's fucking scary. No, that's enough. We don't need any more. I don't want any more. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, so bye to that. So yeah, that was like, Sometimes, sometimes everything's very light on the ghost. This one just got right to it. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's like three or four incidents that I'm good. It was like, do not need any background no. info. Just, no. just take this. That's fucking creepy um, as shit. Well, that's great because mine has a ton of history, which I will skip through. Um, uh, I did the Cornerstone Mansion bed and breakfast in Omaha. Mm. And I got info from hauntedhouses.com and hauntedplaces.org, which is their government subsidy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the the public arm. Um, okay, so Mr. Okay, I love this guy's name. Mr. Charles Offutt. It's mm. O-F-F-U-T-T. Offutt. Offutt. Get Offutt. Um, exactly. Uh, he was a... Kentuckian politician that uh, then became an Omaha lawyer and uh, he got married to a lady named Bertha love it uh, and she was the only daughter of this very well-to-do family the the Yost family oh. um, they got married uh, in 1892 uh, and the bride's parents built a mansion for the newlyweds. Whoa! Ooh. Which they also lived in. Oh. Oh, okay. no thanks. Okay, all right. I'd like to so, find the gift receipt for that. Right? So it's called the Cornerstone Mansion now, but for a while they called it the Offit hyphen Yost Mansion, which I'm just... <laughs> uh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so they started having kids. Um... They had a boy and another boy and then a girl. Uh, and the mansion took two years to build and they moved in. And Charles immediately became sick uh, with what they describe as a... Okay, so this is just how we talk about things back then. He became sick with a destructive illness and wound up shooting himself in the head. Oh, 
Okay. Got it. Destructive oh. illness. Destructive illness. Feel ah. like I can guess which which that was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, unfortunately, this left his wife and three young children, um, you know, alone, but not alone because her parents were there. Ah, um, that's that's so, right. So at least she had her parents, like literally, already in the house, and um, uh, and then it literally says her lifelong friends and live-in dedicated staff. <laughs> <laughs> Great. They're like, we're not your friends, bitch. Tell yourself what you need to <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. You sign my checks. <laughs> so they also, like eight years later, they built a carriage house um, separately, uh, you know, for carriages. Um, but it also had an apartment above, uh, which is where, you know, the drivers could, could live. Mm-hmm. Um, that was for, yeah, the chauffeur lived over there. So the kids, kids grew up and um, specifically... Uh, Jarvis, the first kid. Jarvis. Oh, adding that to my baby name list. I was, uh, you just read my mind. I'm like, Jarvis, Timmy. Mm, Jarvis. <laughs> Jarvis and Casper. Actually, there, I don't hate Casper. I, but... I mean, it's ghosty. Hey, that's, okay. That's baby's nickname for this podcast. <gasps> oh okay. God. All right, yes. so Casper. Okay, so Jarvis joins uh the u.s army aviation section um and he became a signal corps pilot and went to freaking world war one um and unfortunately he was killed in duty um in france and he was the first omaha airman to die during world war one uh and so they ended up actually there's an air force base nearby they named it the offit air force base in his honor so oh wow um so then uh a little bit after that just two years later uh bertha's mom died and 10 months later her dad died oh shit yeah so it just you know a lot of stuff happened all at once so then bertha moved out um and she began to rent out the mansion uh eventually selling it later uh it was converted into apartments and then there's (laughs) There's, like, a lot of talk that is not PC about the neighborhood after this. Okay. I'm going to skip a little Im- past it. We have some different understandings than mm. this blog person did about um, the nature of uh, gentrification. And Got so, it. anyway, uh, long story short, it came back. It's now this beautiful bed and breakfast. Um <laughs> And uh, it's been a bed and breakfast for 36 years. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Um, since, since the late 80s. Um, huh, well, this was very old. I don't <laughs> want to talk about when the late 80s was. Anyway, <laughs> um, so let's see. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Great. That's all you really need to know. Let's talk about ghosts. Yes. So I noticed nobody said if the mom and the dad died in the house. It feels a little like, so they died in like 1920, which is like, I could see someone reasonably dying in a home in 1920 or in a hospital. Yeah, I agree. It could go either way back then. So there are um, some unknown spirits where frequently um, there there are footsteps heard especially in the early hours of the morning which i thought was kind of interesting i don't think yeah i don't think you like hear about that no um 
And then uh, some people have seen a full body apparition of an old man, but nobody really knows who it is. I mean, it could be her dad that died, but then also Charles died too from his illness. Oh, that's uh, right. Yes, his destructive illness. Yeah. Yeah, again, it didn't say if if that's that's, you know, where he died, but that um, I assu- yeah, yeah, that's true. I always assume in the house, but yeah. yeah. But also so, they could come back to it cuz that's where their home was. That's a really good point. So in they spirit. so this elderly spirit people see but there's also reports of a young man and both of these spirits have been seen in a rocking chair that sits in the parlor so it's like two different ghosts sit in this rocking chair Um, something about rocking chairs and ghosts jeez i mean it's just comfy uh so oh Frequently, it says, the spirits that reside there seem to not be fond of festivities. Whenever any type of celebrations are held, unseen poltergeists have been known to wreak havoc. Um, (laughs) Party poopers. Yeah, and so I read, I guess I didn't copy that part. I did read elsewhere that there's like, anytime there's any kind of uh, an event like plates will get knocked off of tables and 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 like glasses will shatter and things like that. So I'm oh, you know. so these I mean, guys have like, a, like FOMO. Oh my, that's exactly what it is. It was like it kind of sounds like a good party to me. Yeah. Or maybe they're just Greek. Like if you ever been yes. to a Greek party, yes, they break plates true. on purpose. They could be Greek. They yeah. could just have FOMO. They're like, you fucking didn't invite me, or yeah, they're just rude. like major paranormal party poopas so um the most kind of like wait (gasps) there's those 4.25 burps you know what it's good on the burp too that's that's a good sign that's important Mm -hmm. that's important it's good um it uh oh so the most kind of like well-known spirit there is a story that one of the chauffeurs that lived why can I not say that word? Chauffeur. Chauffeur? Chauffeur. 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 Oh, no. Now it doesn't. Now it's the, one of those scrambles. The driver dude. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. driver dude that lived in the apartments above the carriage house um, had a wife that he, you know, beat to death. Um, so people, her name was Emily, and a lot of people have seen a spirit of someone they think is Emily specifically in that carriage house. Whoa. Did not um, expect that story. Yikes. And she is uh, very uh, present there and, and, like, does not like men coming into the carriage house. And I'm like, girl, same. <laughs> um, so let's see. I'm trying to, like, read through. Oh, okay. So here's a little more about the, quote, antisocial spirit <laughs> um, that shows up during parties. Uh, let's see. They think it could be um, a former household manager. So like one of those best friends slash paid employees. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, that's when the dishes are broken, uh, thrown or broken. Oh. Uh, and uh, let's see. So throwing a breaking thing. It just keeps saying breaking things over and over again. So great. Okay. I, w- I wonder if like when the old, like the original 
oh, what, Bertha? Was she the one that yeah. lived the longest? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when she, like, threw parties, she was really mean to her servant's best friends Ooh, and was, yeah. like, way too bossy with them and way too, like, embarrassed by them. Yeah. It's like, no, tonight you're not my friend. You're my servant. Don't forget <gasps> it. And so oh now now they're just like, fuck you. And But in the in the afterlife because they're safe safe to do it now it's like that episode of the sopranos when carmella hires her friend to do the catering and then she gives her the like the like servant wave like come over here yeah yeah ouch uh so okay so great i captured some as i wrote cleverly real people reviews oh real people (laughs) yes Way to go, Tammy. Um, uh, So, yeah, these were comments left on one of these stories. Um, Okay. One night I was sleeping in the inn. I felt something like the tingle of electricity. Then the TV in my room came on by itself. Mm. It happened several times, and I've heard that the TV has since been removed from this room. Oh, so I bet other guests were complaining about the same thing. Uh-huh. Oh, God, that's so creepy. Um, My husband and I, this is a separate one. My husband and I stayed in the porch suite in June of 2015. Uh, the first night, sometime after midnight, I heard the French door to the porch swing open. I wasn't concerned, thinking I, I didn't close it tightly. The next night, I put the door stop about five inches from the door. After midnight, again, the door swung open, banging against the doorstop. A few minutes later, I heard the water, I heard water dripping in the shower. (gasps) I'm not sure, but I think this room was used by the children and the nanny. Oh my God. Fucking dripping. dripping. I don't like it. I don't like that. I don't like any of what you just said. Holy shit. And then this final one was just too precious not to include. (laughs) This property was sold to the church in which they had blessed it back in 2016. Since then, all activity has stopped on the property. I called and talked to the church on (laughs) (laughs) 7-15-2020. I just love that they were like... Verified. My source, I called the church. The church says on it's this fine. Date. And by the way, the date that they called was the same date they left the comment. So it seems pretty legit. <laughs> like, while it's fresh in my mind, I need you to know, <laughs> certified, not haunted for the past four years. The church says it's fine. <laughs> they did uh. the thing. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, I love that. So oh, yeah, that's it. it. That's the that's the cornerstone mansion. Well, shit, that's haunted as fuck. Yeah. Well, uh, you know what else is haunted as fuck? Nebraska. The rest of Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's uh, let me smoothly transition into our wonderful guest and our up ghost and personal right now. Well, hello. We have a guest today. I'm so excited. We have a real life guest on the real life internet because, you know, it's still 2022 and whatnot. So I think this is our first internet guest, right? Since our second episode, maybe. We had like a... This is back when we used Skype for, oh for guests God. instead of Zoom because it was this pre-pandemic. The before yeah. times. Yes. Well, uh, well, let's welcome our guest. Kyla is here. Hello. Hi. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> uh, yay. Kyla has been listening and oh, 
since I, I do our Instagramming, Kyla sends us really great ghost stuff mm. uh, all the time. And so today's episode that we did was Nebraska. And Kylie, are, are you born and raised Nebraska? Uh, for the most part. I lived there, I mean, since I was like five until I moved out here in 2007. So yeah. Oh, okay. So definitely like you're mm-hmm. ne- Nebraskan? <laughs> yeah, Nebraskan all the way. <laughs> Corn, corn fed, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Every with it, with this fifty states of ghosts series, I'm so embarrassed by how little I know of this country. I'm yeah. like, where is that? Is that the corn husker state? Like, I don't. I have no idea. It is. It is. You nailed it. Way to go, Amy. Oh my god. <laughs> well, my work here is done. Once again, why do you think I know that? football reason oh yeah true true (laughs) well Tyler's doing a a real life up ghost and personal for us because you know we drew Nebraska we take giant poops all over (laughs) the larger states that we've never been to and we're like there's not enough ghosts there well looky here Kyla has ghosts for us so we're so thrilled to farm out our research uh to a listener and a friend of the podcast (laughs) Yay! Yes. So, okay, I grew up in a small town in Nebraska, like a rural community, and um, the house that I grew up in, I always felt like was haunted growing up, but my parents never believed me. Mm -hmm. And um, so just a little history about it. So it was built in the late 1800s, and my mom used to always tell us, oh, this home used to be a nursing home back in the day. And it made a lot of sense because we had so many doors. There were two entrances on the front of the house and two entrances entrances on the back of the house, but both the front and the back, only one door worked on each side. The other doors were like boarded off from the inside and it was like now a wall, but you could see the door on the outside, if that makes sense. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, and that's yeah, just a creepy image on its vibes. own, yeah. like a door to nothing. It is creepy. And then there was another door that led into like the back from the backyard and it went into this little like almost like a sunroom where most of the time our dogs kind of slept. So there were five, technically five doors. And then on the inside of the house, the other creepy thing was there were just so many doors in general. And I didn't think this was weird growing up, but I told a friend about this later in life and she's like, that seems kind of weird, like almost like a gateway because like certain bedrooms, my mom's bedroom had three entrance and exit exits. My bedroom had two different um, doors you could go in and out. So just like all around in that house, there were just lots of doors and entrances. And in some doors, there wasn't even like an actual door there. It was just like the wall had a hole where the door should be. So. That's yeah. a lot of confusing energy for any yeah. spirit that might yeah. be in that house. That's crazy. Whoa. So that's kind of the layout of the house. And so my sister and I slept on the top floor. My parents slept on the bottom floor. Um, My parents did get divorced when I was 14. So my dad was in that house for a long time, but not like my whole childhood, but a lot of my childhood. Mm. So like the very first thing that happened that I remember that what I guess now looking back, I would consider paranormal was one night I was sleeping in my bedroom and I was woken up by this really loud thumping, like rapid thumping. It was like, boom, 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 boom. And it was terrifying because I couldn't figure out what would be making that noise. So I started yelling for my parents and my mom came up the stairs. She heard it and she turned around and she was like calling for my dad. So (gasps) he comes up the stairs and he has a racket with him. And in our house, we used to get a lot of bats. 
they would come in through, it was just a thing. They would come yeah. in through the ceilings. So I think he probably assumed, oh, there's a bat upstairs. But once he got up there, he was like, I don't know what that is either. So he turned on my bedroom light and it sounded like it was coming from like underneath my vanity. And so finally he looked under there. And do you remember those pins that were like the squiggly pins they had? Yes. Uh, yeah, they would yeah. do like the swirl. Oh, yeah. And then it would go, he did this, yeah. Yeah, so it was one of those. It got turned on and it was under my vanity. And the weird thing was, I remember when he found it, I forgot I even had that pin. It had been gone for so long <gasps> that I kind of just forgot about it. So I have no idea how it turned on. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. So that was creepy. Oh my gosh. That's so creepy. But you mentioned your parents like did not believe that there were, no, there was anything paranormal going on. No. So I called both of them last night and I was just, you know, asking them again, do you remember anything in those houses, in that house? My mom no longer lives there, but I was just like, do you have any stories? I thought maybe they just didn't want to tell me. And they're like, no, honestly, nothing. And I told my dad, remember that pin? And he's like, I remember that, but I didn't chalk it up to like a ghost. (laughs) Right. So I was like, okay. So that was kind of the first thing. And then um, when I was in high school, I think that's when most of the stuff started happening. So just a little like also background, when we were younger in elementary school and also in junior high, we did a lot of seances. I had a Ouija board under my bed, you know, Mm -hmm. all the stuff that probably shouldn't have done. Yeah. (laughs) And then on top of that, my mom was, she still is a huge antique collector. So she used to go to estate sales and auctions and buy antiques. So she's constantly bringing in things that are, you know, a little spooky. Yeah. So it was just a lot of weird energy. So then, okay, so high school is when a lot of the stuff really started happening for me. And so the second thing was I had my wisdom teeth out, um, I think freshman year in high school. And I remember that it might've been the first night or the second night I went to bed. And in the middle of the night, I woke up and very clearly saw a person standing over my bed, like looking down. No, It was like, God. I'm yeah. such and chills right now. Oh my God. The only way I can describe it was like, it was like a glowing silhouette. I knew it was a man. And then it just faded away. And I was so scared. I don't even think I could move. I was just like frozen there. And then finally I got the courage and I just ran downstairs as fast as I could. I told my mom and she was like, Kyla, you had your wisdom teeth out. You're taking pain medicine. You're definitely hallucinating. And right, I was like, right. Okay, I guess maybe. And I went back to sleep. I think I slept on the couch. I didn't want to go back upstairs. (laughs) But I still can picture it to this day. And it was just really unsettling. And so that was kind of like the second thing that happened. And then um, the other thing was when I was also in high school, probably like freshman, sophomore year. And I, for some reason, was home alone. I was in our computer room, which was attached to my mom's bedroom. So like, you remember I told you there's like the three entrances. One was a hallway, one went to our living room. And then the other one went to this computer room that used to be our toy room as a kid. So I'm sitting in there on the computer, I'm on MSN chat. And I think it was- Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. With the butterfly. Yes. (laughs) I had like the greatest name. I think it was Spencer underscore Libby underscore Bark, my two dogs. I thought it was cool. But anyway, um, it's probably confusing to a lot of people. But anyways, I'm sitting there on MSN chat and no one's home. And I think it was a basketball game that night or something. My sister was gone. My mom wasn't home. And I was chatting. And all of a sudden, I heard what sounded like a conversation happening, like one person on this side of me, one person on this side of me. And they were like kind of whisper talking back and forth. But I couldn't understand what they were saying. 
Oh you my god. Yeah. Yes, I'm frozen in fear. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, I legit got cold. Yeah. It was so creepy. And I was like, oh my gosh, is this happening? Am I insane? Is like, is there something wrong with me? And I'm just sitting there like not sure what to do. And then it kind of stopped, but then it happened again. And that's when I stood up and I just ran out of the house. Oh and my I ran gosh. Yeah, I ran along the side of the house looking to see if I could find someone outside. So I'm like, maybe someone yeah. coming back from the game. There's no one in sight. No one. And ever since that day, I, I don't think I ever went in there at night with the door closed ever again. I just, yeah. I think if I had to write a paper or a report, I'd have the door wide open and I'm like, nope, not gonna go in there. Oh my gosh, this is terrifying. I was not yeah. ready for this. I've got such bad chills. I know, I totally, I like forgot for a minute that we have a scary podcast. I, I know. Like, Crap. <laughs> Why are you telling me this? I don't want to know this. It's I know. So it does make you think like, am I crazy? You know, like yeah. when that stuff happens or you know, yeah. And it's like, but man, there's... that is such a vibe though. Like being on your computer on like a messaging system. Like I remember, I remember the AOL one. Uh -huh. had those like when your friends list when someone would come in or go out it would have that door opening or door slamming sound yeah and if you forgot and like left yourself signed in you'd yeah, be sitting there creepy. by yourself in your house and some you just hear this like air like yeah. door creaking open I cannot tell you the number of times that scared the shit out of me <laughs> <laughs> well that's a great segue actually because that door to the computer room no to open and close on its own. No! Yes. And ah! the, the weird thing was like this whole paranormal thing, no one in my family talked about it, yeah. but I kept having these experiences and I was like, I must be the crazy one because no one else notices this. Well, one day I was home alone, but well, not alone. It was just my sister and I, we were babysitting our neighbor and I heard, we were in the kitchen, all of us, and I heard the computer room door shut. And I said to my sister, I turned to her and I'm like, did you just hear that? And she's like, oh yeah, it's the computer room door. Like all casual. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, it opens and shuts all the time. I always hear it. And I see, I'll go and look and it's either like closed or open. Oh. And I didn't know she knew this. Why was she not sharing this information? Vital information. I know. Because she probably was, because I was going to ask, like, do you have siblings where, like, you know, who also experienced this? Because a lot yeah. of adults, even when you are in a, you're a teenager, but a lot of adults will just be like, no, 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 no. It's just the wind. Like, my parents were always like, it's just the house settling. It's just an old house yeah. settling. And, um, but now being older, my parents divorced too. And like, my mom will be like, oh yeah, that house, house was completely haunted. You know, it's like, okay, I knew that. Why did you deny that all my life? Cause I thought I was crazy. But, uh -huh. and my older sister also had experiences too. It helps when you realize, oh, thank you. Thank you for letting me know that I am not the only one losing my mind here, that it's, that it's actually happening. Yeah. Oh, gosh. exactly. So then the last thing in that house, um, my sister did tell me later, and it might have been when I was in college, even I don't remember, she had this like metal cross that she got for her confirmation. And it was on the back of her door. And she said at night, she would get so scared because she would hear it clanging on the door. And she said it was when the air wasn't going. So there wasn't like an AC or heater. There's nothing that would be causing it. It wasn't her fan. Right. And she would just be laying there and I'd be like, clang, clang, clang. And I was like, why didn't you take it off of the door? <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh my God. I think all of the hair on my body is standing up. Oh my gosh. Oh. So the last thing that's really weird is this house. So my parents owned it, but before my parents owned it, the woman who grew up there is my mom's now husband's ex-wife. Oh, oh crazy. crazy. That's some small town stuff right there. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. And so I called and I was asking about it last night. And so she started asking her husband and he was like, well, my ex-wife, her brother-in-law used to tell us that he could see and talk to ghosts and that this guy apparently could see ghosts in his now ex-wife's mother's house but that wasn't our house so mm. then I was like okay what about the house that she grew up in did he see them there and he's like I'm not sure but then my mom called me back after I called her and she's like so John called his ex-wife and asked and apparently he did see ghosts in that house that we grew up in I don't know any context like I really yeah. want to talk to him but he did say like oh there are ghosts in this house oh confirmed okay. oh I my gosh love how it went from your parents are like, you're kind of crazy too. You know what? We'll call up the exes and just like figure out the situation. No, that's, that's solid. Also, you do way more research than we do. So that is some <laughs> good journalism. I know. I'm like, oh, I envy your well, journalistic skills. Bad. I was just so curious. Cause I, I'm like, I was like, they have to know something. Yeah. They must be lying to me. And then I had talked to my friend prior to this so we were talking about our experiences and she's like, does your mom really not have any history? Or like, oh, I'm like, I'm going to find out. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Some people just don't want to know or don't yeah. want to share it. They're like, mm -mm, mm -mm, uh -huh. it's all yeah. good. But thinking about like, so the house is from the 1800s. It was like an old person's home. I mean, mm -hmm. definitely people have died there for sure. And like the history of it. So yeah. Yeah. Creepy. And oh then if you, my God. If you have time, I, I have I have more on my friend's house. Yes, more, more. Always have time for ghosts. <laughs> I am still currently scared. It is broad daylight. Yeah, it's the middle I of the day. It's practically lunchtime, and I am upset. <laughs> I, I was scared myself. Even my husband was like, should we let our dog sleep in the room tonight? Like, yes. <laughs> See, now that's a good partner right there, not yes. gaslighting you about your experiences. Yes, exactly. I know. Oh my gosh. I know it's the Ooh. worst part about not having an animal in our house right now is like, I can't blame weird things or noises on anything. I'm like, well, gosh, like the other night I was by myself and the fan started to turn. No, nope. the ceiling fan began nope. to turn. I know Tammy, I, I was nope. going to save it for that. Yep. Uh-huh. Nope. And I was like, so I had a little space heater on because I, I didn't feel like clicking the, all the heat on in the whole house. Cause it, so I turned, I was like, oh, it must be the space heater. So I turned it off and I waited and I waited and I waited and it was still going. And then finally it stopped and I was like, woohoo. Okay. And like five minutes later, it started again. No. Amy, why are you going to tell me this right before I come stay with you? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like, I forgot it for a second. And now Kyla mentioning like, you know, clings clanking, the cross clanking without the yeah. fan or the AC being, I was like, Oh, that's right. <gasps> My fan. Anyway. That's, that's it. I'm bringing the music box. I'm packing. No, that. don't bring all the shit to my house. Tammy's <laughs> yeah, gonna there. visit soon, and I'm very excited. <laughs> oh my god! I was. <laughs> uh, I may have to turn her. <laughs> okay.
Okay, yes, okay, yes. more hit ghost it, stuff. It. More ghosts, more ghosts. Okay, so I'm gonna try not to say any names, but um, okay. my childhood friend um, also lived in the same area and she lived outside of town. And so the history of their house is her parents bought this plot of land and they tore down the house that was on the land. And then they moved a bigger house from a surrounding town over there. Oh. So it's like a house was moved to the plot of land. Oh wow! And apparently the house, so this is all kind of like what she was told. The house that used to be on the land before they tore it down, there was a guy who lived there and his wife went missing. They never found her. It was never really like solved, but there were rumors that he could have killed her Whoa. possibly so yeah. I I don't know for sure but that's just kind of hearsay of like what I was told yeah and so then um the current house that they brought onto the land the history of that house was that it was a, a banker owned the house and he did rent out a room to like an elderly lady and that's all they really know about it okay so in that home, uh, I met this friend when I was in junior high and she told me right away, my house is haunted. And I was always really scared to go there. She slept in the basement and that was like the only comforting part because the basement wasn't like a part of the actual old house, you know? Oh, yeah, okay, okay, point. I dig. Like, That's my, at first I was like, no, what, why? <laughs> I, I know. Um, so anyways, most of the activity happened in the main house or, and most of it was on the second floor. So. I was kind of like, okay, this is fine, but I'm just not going to get up in the night and I'm not going to pee. I'm just going to stay here and try not to open my eyes when I'm sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was kind of like what she told me. So then, okay, apparently some of the things that had happened in their house, she said the thing that had happened specifically to her, she was sleeping on the second level in the same bed as one of her sisters. And she woke up in the middle of the night and she heard like a weird breathing pattern. It sounded like three people were breathing, not two, which was weird. So she held her breath and she could hear two people breathing. And she was like, there's only one other person in this room. Oh my gosh. And, and then instantly she felt like an arm slap across her body and then kind of just like slide away. No! <laughs> there was somebody else in that bed! I know! Oh so my God. She, she looked at her sister and was like, oh my gosh, was that you? And she's like, I thought it was you. And they both ran out of the room. And I guess the other sister had heard the breathing too and she was awake when that happened. No! <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. This is so scary. I'm so glad we're doing this in the daytime. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Terrifying. So terrifying. Okay. I so can't then, imagine. Oh hell no. Me either. Like feeling it, that just freaks me out. Yeah, and the breathing and oh, oh no, 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 no. Nope, none of it. I never understand that either. Like, why are ghosts breathing? Yeah, <laughs> the <they're> dead. <laughs> yeah. This is what you sound like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so then on the second level of that, or on the main floor, I guess, of the house, there was a piano. And she used to always tell me this. This is the thing that used to stick with me. She would start playing the piano. And I specifically think it was like, for, is it for Elise? Is that how you say that? Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. The do, 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 do. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, she would play that. And then she would hear like a shh, like someone was telling her to be quiet. Oh, my God. Everyone's a freaking critic. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> So that was like her two specific stories that happened to her. But then there was other things. So she had a younger brother who slept on the top floor. And when he was really young, like three or four, he used to beg one of the sisters to sleep with him. 
And she was like, why, why do you want me to sleep with them? And finally he was like, I don't like, she said it, he said something like, I don't like the white thing that stands at the end of my bed. <laughs> oh no. Oh my. I'd be like, actually, you're going to sleep on your own brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am leaving this Zoom room. <laughs> not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And wow. That same brother had another experience where the parents found him sleeping downstairs or something. And when they asked him why, he said, uh, the coats flying on the ceiling were bothering me or keeping me up or something like that. Or I didn't like the coats that were flying around on the ceiling. Oh, like, oh, God. cold and sweating at the same time because I'm so scared by this whoa okay that place That's was intense. is crazy haunted mm -hmm. like big time yes and her parents also she asked she said they won't admit to anything either they're like no it's not um but the whole like all of the kids were really freaked out by it and that was okay. kind of like the main house and then the last story happened in the basement it was after she had, I think my friend wasn't living there anymore. I think she might be in college or moved out or whatever. And another brother was sleeping in the basement and apparently he could hear um, the closet or like their dresser door, dresser drawers slamming in the room and it freaked him out. And then um, he also had, so I guess then after that, he had like a growl that he heard, a growl on his back of his neck. Mm. And so the parents called the local father are like the town yeah, father yes. and asked him to come out and he was like oh I can come out and bless the house in like a month and she's like oh my son had someone growl on the back of his neck and he's like I'll be there this afternoon <laughs> oh, that's excellent hey, this and ain't then, your average blessing okay like yeah. oh my gosh yeah that's bad growling is no mm -hmm. no no oh, bueno <gasps> But oh it's interesting God. that like, so her, we were talking about it yesterday and I said, do you think that that was the same like spirits that were in the house? And she kind of thinks like maybe the house is haunted by this old woman. This is her theory. Like maybe the house upstairs and the rest of the house was haunted by this older woman, but maybe whatever happened in the basement was something else. Maybe like whatever happened before on the land. Yeah. There's also a lot of like, Nebraska is very Native American country, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, there's a lot of that. Like we had, we have friends who like when they plow their fields in the, the fall or the spring or whenever they do that for corn, they would have like the arrowheads and stuff come up and clay pottery. So it's like a very wow. sacred land. You never know what happened on that land, but um, yeah. yeah, I think that was a separate thing and it never happened again after, after they blessed the house, but. Oh my well, goodness. that's good at least. At least something stuck. That yeah. is fascinating i mean yes i'm glad that the blessing it it helped and there's so much history to that could be unpacked like first there was a different house on that land mm -hmm. you know then that went away and then possibly a woman got murdered in it and possibly maybe mm -hmm. she was buried in what then became the basement like who knows like and then a new house got moved and if there are already ghosts in that house they don't like changes so yeah. that they were angry and disruptive and you know and then being on native american land and who knows like yeah. wow yeah. is anyone in her family still living there yeah her parents still live there wow. and that was why i'm not saying her name yeah. oh like, right they may, <laughs> they may sell that house someday and we don't want to like 
you know, some deter people from it. But her well, yeah, think uh, our haunted. reach is very wide, and uh, we have been known to affect uh, real estate <laughs> property. Well. But the real estate market is like so hot right now. Yeah. Nothing would deter anybody. Like we would never share share her name, obviously, or yeah, their yeah. location. But <laughs> like it's like if anyone could get a good value, they'd be like, yeah, sure, demons, no yeah, problem. How many? Here's all an all right. cash <laughs> offer above your asking price. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, so true. <laughs> well, I think what we're learning is it's not that the Midwest doesn't have ghosts; it's that none of the adults believe in them. So really, we right? Just need to like talk to actual people who lived in houses who can be like no for real though it <laughs> exactly. is so so true there's a website that i like sourced stories from for next week's episode that mm -hmm. i researched last night and most of the stories were from teenagers mm -hmm. you know because it was almost like an mm -hmm. outlet for them because their parents didn't believe them so they were like what do you guys think and it was uh -huh. almost like a, a support system for people who have had <laughs> paranormal experiences who are like Am I the only one? You know, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. We need that. We need like a like a like group therapy for ghost uh -huh. encounter survivors. <laughs> New TV show idea. Oh. Let's it. <laughs> stop! Stop! <laughs> stop laughing! <laughs> no, you got it. It's good. We're back. We're back. Okay. We're Are back. we back? We're back. We're, We're back. back. And I Woo! can't stop laughing. I can't stop laughing when I'm scared. I know. It was so great. It was, it was like, let's be quiet for this transition. We couldn't do it. I can't not be quiet. It's so hard. Oh, my God. How much did Kyla scare the literal poop? I literally had to poop after that. <laughs> <laughs> she scared the poop out of you, She Tammy. really scared the poop out of me. I am not joking. Like, it's brightest day in the room I had the blinds open there's puppies being walked outside my window and I had the worst chills yeah. like oh my gosh like that sh oh this is why I live up ghost and personals you can do yeah. all the research you want but every the best stories are your own experiences you know uh yeah they absolutely are Amy what a delightful transition into us I won't say begging I will say lightly threatening. <laughs> oh, I was going to say encouraging, but I love lightly threatening. We were, way yeah, more. We, were, we were on a spectrum and we're doing <laughs> all these things. A light threaten because we need your up ghosts and personal stories. And oh, if yeah. you do not send them to us, you will never hear them. <laughs> That's it. Last call. Last no. call people in a in a month of many announcements uh amy and i have decided after four plus years we're gonna be wrapping this baby up in the next little bit here that's right i yeah i like it is i'm not excited about it it's no. so bittersweet yeah but also it's time it feels right it yeah. feels right it's definitely you know i love doing it I also hate doing it. <laughs> you know, like, I love doing the podcast. I hate the, the you know, for you, it's yeah, the editing. I hate and the it's editing. Y'all, it yeah. is work. We are not being purchased by Spotify or Apple <laughs> or, I mean, or Amazon for a hundred mil. They came to us and we said, um, we actually have principles. That's and right. And so keep your money, you billionaires. And so yes. we are, we say if, if you know, 
we stay into your die, and guess what? We're going to die. <laughs> we say, Mr. Bezos, you keep that hundred million. You take another rocket ship to space for the fun of it. Please. I'm dying. I'm dying. Don't die yet. You got to wrap it up, Tammy. Yeah, so we don't have, we don't have like a hard and fast when no, no. this is going out, and we'll... Well, I'm sure we'll keep things around and you yes. know, I know Amy will keep up with, you know, social media on occasion. Yeah. And oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. But Still like DM us your spooky. We get so many. Oh, ooh, I got a burp. Uh, Do it. Oh, yeah. That was like a five. I'm going to chug some of this so I can meet mm-hmm. you there. You know, we get so many great DMs of funny ghost memes and yeah. I, I can be way better at reposting them. Um, but Tammy, I have not made an announcement. I have not told you. In fact, I've only told what? my husband oh my God. <laughs> and my mom, but, um, I am going to be taking my show on the road to Scotland in the summer. Are you going to Edinburgh? Yes. Amy! <laughs> Amy! So, yeah. Oh yeah. my God. I'm so fucking proud of you. Oh my, I'm literally going to cry. Oh, oh my, my God. God. great you'll get to go see that castle the first thing like in all of the research i'm doing because i need to book a place to stay and it's always like views of the castle i'm like i don't want views of the castle we did an episode (laughs) on that castle it's It's very haunted I'm trying to remember where we stayed. I'll I'll send you okay. if I if I can Thanks. think of Oh wait, oh wait, I booked it. I booked the cheap place. So <laughs> like it was on my dime, so it was garbage. No. Yeah, no, literally he would book the four seasons and I'd be like, hotels.com six plus out of ten. Uh, that that hey, send me your referrals because that might be my budget for this thing. It was um, great. It was oh great. my gosh. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna do a full run. So I will be there for four weeks. Um, Amy! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's many, re- I mean, I, that way, the you know, we're not putting it all on, well, Tammy's going to have a baby. Uh, I will also, I'm, I'm going to raise my baby, which is my show. And um, my hope is that it, you know, I can keep just touring it and taking it to places. So, yeah. And, you you know, I'm I like, can't. totally... <laughs> Like when I was looking at the the dates, because one of the uh, so three venues have given me offers, I just haven't chosen it yet. And um, and one of you know they include like there's a preview week, and it's like the date that I would have to probably get out there so I could adjust for the the time change and everything yeah. would be like last few days of July. And I was like, <laughs> but the baby is gonna be born. And, but. But then it's and what if it's born on Tammy's birthday? I'm gonna be in fucking Scotland when the baby is born, and I'm Ugh. so upset. Not that I would come right when it's born. I want to yeah. come after when you're like, what the fuck? I haven't slept in a while. Like, no, I but help. you know what that means. Well, I'm up at three o'clock in the fucking morning. I can just call you. <laughs> I'll be awake. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I'll have somebody to call too and to text and be like, yeah. I, I know you're doing a 2 a.m. feeding right now, girl. Yeah. So what's up? Oh my yeah. God, Amy. I'm yeah. so fucking proud of you. I'm so excited for you. Thank Ugh. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so I'm... much. <laughs> that was 
really lovely to see your face as, as yeah. I shared that news. So, oh, I love I'm you. So, I'm so happy for you. You deserve it. Thank and you. I just know it's it's just the beginning. And oh my God, you're going to live in Europe for a month. Oh my God, I'm so, if any anyone listens to this episode and like, please, if you know anyone in Scotland, I've reached out. I actually do know some people um, mm-hmm. who live here who are Scottish. And, you know, I have a, an old roommate and friend in, in England now, but it's just like, I've not solo traveled. Like, I'm not a solo traveler. I'm an introvert. I'm, this is everything that my nightmare is, but yeah. I really did some like hardcore, like, soul searching and I was like what do you want Amy like what do you want and I'm like I just want to tour my show yeah I want to take my show out in the world and so I applied to four venues at Edinburgh that I really really wanted and I every morning after that woke up to an offer so I was like okay the universe like yeah yeah bitch all you want about being an introvert you're doing this you know and you know I know you and I know that you know yourself and also the second time I left the country I moved to England yeah the first day I was there by myself I was terrified to leave the apartment I was just like I'm gonna get lost I'm gonna get locked out my phone's not gonna work I'm gonna get stuck some you know I was so terrified I made myself go to TK Maxx and come home and Everything I did after that, I was like, it's easier. It gets easier. It gets easier. And just get like, give yourself the grace to be like, day one, I will not leave my hotel room. This yes. is my plan. You yeah. know? Yes. Yes. I I definitely want to get there early for that reason. Just like yeah. give myself the grace to stay in the hotel the, for a whole first yeah. day and then explore a little bit here, a little bit there before I jump into performing. And, and it's such a like... The whole the culture over there too. You can go to a pub by yourself, and it's not like being here and having to maybe fend some people off. It's like normal for people to just be places. And and truly, you when you're there by yourself and no one's watching you, and you're not worried you're gonna screw up in front of somebody. Yeah, it like makes it so much easier I I think I I truly like the first time I went and I went to Paris I really did I booked it and I told myself if you don't want to leave the room you never have to leave the room and nobody has to know but the minute I actually got by myself when I was away and I was in charge of my own travel I was Mm -hmm. like oh it's fine like I'm handling it you know that's great because that yeah I've never done this on my own so and I know that you had and yeah so yeah, thank you. That helps. That helps a lot. But yes, I'm this is so excited for you. <laughs> Tammy and I have some big things happening and oh. we will always have each other. And so we will always have archived episodes of this podcast yeah. for everybody. And and who knows? We might drop one here and there. Who fucking knows? Hey, you know? no. So we have some really exciting plans for the next, you know, the remaining episodes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's not ending right now, but we, you know, we've it will eventually. And so we've we've already been cooking up some really cool things for you. Uh-huh. So. so that's that's our vague threat. If you uh-huh. don't send us your up ghost and personal now, no one will ever read it. That's <laughs> right, Tammy. How can people send us their upghosts and personals? Well, they can visit us on the internet, or, yeah, visit us on the internet <laughs> at bansheesandboos.com. Click a button that says, seen a ghost, or, I did it backwards, 
email us at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com. You did it. <laughs> and you can also drop us a DM at our Instagram, which is ban- at Banshees and Booze. Or if you want to see what retirement really looks like <laughs> for us, you can visit the empty Twitter account, Banshees Booze. What if I just like started nonstop tweeting from that account like oh all my the time? God, that'd be amazing. I'm telling you, on our last episode, we need to together open up Twitter and fi- just see if anything oh has happened. Oh my God, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> um, Please, uh, I mean, yeah, keep rate reviewing and subscribing because Please. you know what? Tell you what, we told Bezos no once, but if he comes back, you know, if we get a lot of good reviews and he comes back, we'll see. We'll yes. we'll work in some like union clauses before before we sign. Absolutely, like the the <laughs> podcast can have a posthumous like fame. You know, like we close the podcast out and then it gets really famous, and then we're like, fine, we'll sell it to you, Mr. Bezos. I guess. Oh my god. Oh my god. Leave us alone. Um, yeah, and fuck. Hey, I guess, is that it? Okay, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, Amy. If you seen a ghost. Um. Oh, uh, 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 <laughs> I got it. Uh, <laughs> check the callback list and see if he's on it with you. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> I totally fucked that up, though. I'm sorry. I was like, no. if you seen a ghost. What the hell, Amy? Hey, if you seen a ghost. Where did hey, that come from? I got it. Hey, Amy. Uh, yes, Tammy. If you that there done seen <laughs> dim ghosts. <laughs> um, open every door in your 9,000 door house and try to oh, see yeah. it out. Oh, my God. my apartment is very much like a circle i feel like that's not confusing too much but every room has two you know like an entrance and an exit so. oh, oh that's interesting Those huh, old, huh. old things old buildings what were they thinking what were they thinking they weren't well what i'm thinking is we're gonna record another episode i'm oh. thinking the same Woohoo! all right everybody we'll catch you on the next one bye bye